Hey everyone, and uh, welcome back for uh, another episode of the Global Markets Huddle Podcast. So let me say hi to our Unibankers who's tuning in right now. For our partners in the branch right now, or wherever you are in the worksite, please do stay safe and healthy. For our partners doing work from home, at least you guys are doing well. And thank you for spending your time with us. Hi Raf, hi Clive, how are you guys? Hello. Uh, Hi. Glad to be back. <laughs> yeah, namiss natin si Clive, bro. So uh, today, papahirapan ka namin sa aming mga tanong. But before we go there, Clive, um, Rob, there was a recent PSP update just today. So can you talk more about the latest inflation rate natin, Rob? Okay, yeah. Uh, so uh, just this morning, no, uh, the PSA uh, released uh, the latest uh, inflation data for the Philippines. So Inflation uh, slowed down from 4.7% in February to uh, 4.5% in March. So uh, actually, this is also uh, lower no, than what the market expected. So the market expected a 4.8% print, but uh, this uh, print is uh, within the expectation of the BSP. So the forecast range is 4.2% to uh, 5%. So uh, just to give you the details, so uh, inflation went down uh, because uh, upward pressure on food prices uh, eased no, uh, last month. So uh, in particular, uh, the price of uh, fish, uh, fruits, and vegetables uh, declined month-on-month uh, month in, uh, in uh, March, no? uh, probably because of the improvements in uh, supply and also uh, logistics uh, following the uh, typhoons no that hit the country in the fourth quarter so uh yung uh, typhoons kasi in the fourth quarter it had a, a severe effect no on uh, food supply uh, particularly uh, fruits and vegetables no kasi yung pinakatinamaan ng typhoons no are uh, the Cagayan Valley and then Bicol so these are uh, major uh, food baskets no uh, for the Philippines no a lot of our food so um, uh, most of our food supply no come from uh, these uh, regions then uh, however uh, uh, increase in uh, meat prices year on year uh, remained uh, substantial in March. So around uh, 20% yung increase niya year on year. Uh, despite the restrictions no, uh, of, of the government. Uh, kasi si government, uh, nag-implement sila ng price ceiling. No? Uh, price ceiling uh, in, in February in order to temper the increase in uh, meat prices. And uh, despite that, very substantial pa rin yung increase no, ng uh, meat prices uh, because of uh, the African swine uh, fever. So uh, very significant pa rin yung impact ng ESF on uh, meat, meat supply. Uh, but uh, despite that, uh, nag-decline pa rin yung inflation because of uh, the price decline no, uh, that, that we saw for the other uh, food uh, components. All right, Raf. Thank you very much, buddy, for um, for giving us an update on that one. Because um, there we had some uni bankers who sent their ideas. They were asking about the, the pork prices and uh, how it affects actually the inflation. So thank you for for helping me out in answering that question. Maybe let's talk a little bit more, Raf. 
I guess 4.5% looking at it objectively, it's lower than from the previous month of February. So I guess that is okay what you mentioned because the, the price has eased or it declined, which is good for every Filipinos. But moving forward, Raph, do you think it will be this trend, meaning pababa, or do you think this is just one of those things Now we can enjoy while it lasts because it may start to go up. And any thoughts on that, Rack? Yeah, uh, we think yung uh, decline, no, it's uh, temporary. We think inflation will continue to go up in in the coming months uh, because the drivers, no, nadun parin sila. Like for example, yung oil prices right now it's trading at sixty dollars per uh, barrel, so significantly higher than uh, where it was uh, this time last year. And a uh, very substantial pa rin yung year-on-year increase niya in uh, the coming months, uh, particularly in the second and, and in the third quarter. Then as for the ASF, uh, we don't know, know when uh, this will end. So, so far, the industry, uh, the swine industry doesn't have an outlook on on when and how they will end this outbreak. So, uh, most likely, uh, the price of pork will continue to increase in, in coming months, especially after April, no? Kasi yung uh, price ceiling on uh, meat products until April 8 lang siya. And after that, uh, we don't know if the government will extend the price ceiling or if they have the power to extend no, that uh, restriction. So, pag nawala yung price ceiling, then there's a chance no, that uh, pork prices will increase uh, since uh, since uh, very substantial pa rin yung effect ng ESF on uh, pork supply. So, uh, but then uh, the government, uh, it, it, it plans to well, it has uh, set up a plan no, to import more uh, pork uh, products no, from abroad in order to address this problem. So, it might uh, offset no, yung uh, impact ng ESF on, on the industry, if ever. Okay. Now, thank you very much, uh, Raf, for really giving us an extensive view regarding that matter. Um, maybe this time, Clive, since we missed you, I'm going to shoot you a uh, another question, of course, from our listeners. Ito naman ang tanong niya, Clive. Diba usually there is a relevance of the inflation rate as compared to the interest rate? So now our, our Unibanker friend is asking, ano naman ang tingin mo sa interest rates outlook given the, the movement in our latest inflation print? And any inputs for that, buddy? Okay, yung, the, the expected impact of inflation really is to increase long-end interest rates. That's the definite uh, expectation there. That's the textbook uh, definition. However, um, uh, there are instances wherein it's not just inflation that's really causing what we're seeing, what we're seeing in local interest rates. It could be a confluence of many factors. So recently, it's a combination of rising inflation, uh, rising debt supply, meaning the BTR is borrowing more uh, over the past few months. Uh, and then also rising interest rates abroad. So generally, we can see that the movement of interest rates is really going up. Now, uh, this recent inflation print bodes well for government securities in that it's a short-term positive impact on bonds. So the immediate impact of this uh, um, lower-than-expected uh, increase in inflation 
uh, is actually bumabang interest rates today. So, but I agree that this is just a short-term impact. And if you take a look at the possible interest rate movement over the next few months, uh, I can still see that there is pressure for interest rates to go up because of those three factors that I mentioned, inflation being one of them. All right now now with, with that outlook live so siguro marami na nagtatanong okay inflation is like this tapos what you mentioned there is also that uh, particular movement in the interest rates now uh syempre we want to follow where you as an expert in investment what can now we do live dati di ba sabi natin keep it short kasi may volatility tapos there was a time we mentioned start picking up kasi ito na yung opportunity yep. now with this new development any techniques or any tips to Juan de la Cruz and how we can help our clients and also ourselves if, if we have that? Uh, definitely stay shorter if you could. All right? uh, the, the yield curve really has a steepening bias. Uh, and again, because of the rising inflation outlook, we can expect the yield curve to steepen. So if you are an investor or if you plan to invest, it would make sense, given a view of rising interest rates because of rising inflation and the steepening yield curve, to keep your investments short. Uh, because this will mean your investments will have a smaller susceptibility to rising interest rates or a steepening yield curve. Okay, and then if you have that, uh, if you have that propensity to take on more risk, you can actually take advantage. For example, you're a more sophisticated investor. You can actually take advantage of the rising interest rates to pick up bonds at higher yields. Okay, that means uh, if you're able to take on that risk of going up the curve, going longer, now could also actually be a good plan. But if you are a relatively more conservative investor, I would suggest going for shorter tenor instruments. So there you go. So you got it from the expert himself. So thank you very much, Clive. That's why we missed you. And it's great to have you back again. But for our listeners, that's the only time we have for now. So please do stay tuned for more Global Markets Huddle podcast episode coming your way. And of course, we have our comic version, the hashtag TWT or Thursdays with Treasury. And watch this all out in DPI's hashtag be part of it Facebook page. But before we let you guys off, we invite everyone to take advantage of Global Markets self-paced training courses via the Read and Granite. These are like your basic Forex course, your uh, basic derivatives, and of course, the Global Markets Huddle podcast are all there loaded so that you can get that meaningful learning at your convenience. And ito, guys, uh, not only that, we have our newest edition, the Basic Fixed Income course. So please do take advantage of these courses at the comfort and at your flexible time as well. So again, thank you for joining us today, guys. Don't forget to answer the huddle um, question for this episode to get that training credit running for you. But for now, please keep strong and safe. Have a great week ahead, everyone. Bye-bye.